Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 16 of Adapter Pals. My name is Jack, aka A Forgotten Donut, and with me, as always, I am Dustin, aka Dustin. Yay, Dustin, Yay. I'm called well. That's me. I'm good. Now, Jack, Hi. for any new listeners on the podcast, because look, they've seen the name of the episode, they'll, they'll, they might be excited. So, any new listeners, what is Adapter Pals? Adapter Pals is a podcast where you and I, we're pals, I reckon. I think so. I would call us pals. We yeah. take your favourite comic books, movies, TV shows, just your favourite franchises, really, and we say, hey, some of those are pretty damn good. What if they were video games? Or vice versa. What if your favourite video game was a TV show, a movie, a comic book, I guess we can do. We haven't yet. That'd be we've hard. Done, we've done comic book characters. No, oh, sorry, I meant video game two comic. Oh right. <laughs> I don't know how that would work. Panel one shows a, a drawing of this. <laughs> but yeah, we, right. we do that. We adapt. We adapt things, and we're pals. We're called the Adapter Pals. How you? It's doing? cute. Hello. So this week we are finally diving into the galaxy far, far away to explore some exciting non-canon material. So oh. thank you for joining us as we ask the question: Star Wars Visions adaptable? Is it? Maybe. I think so. I mean, I um, haven't seen it yet. So that... Jack hasn't seen it. I binged <laughs> the whole thing last night. Um... We should immediately start with the words, This title is clickbait. This is so sure. very clickbait. Um... Because it's not exactly Visions that we're adapting. Maybe Dustin's adapting well, Visions. Well, it's what... My, my interpretation is we're creating our own Visions that would yeah. fit into that space. We're creating like a Star work. Wars vision of our own. Ooh. We have some wow. Visions. Visionable? I have a vision about Star Wars that I would like to see created. And as a true fan, I <laughs> feel that I should be listening to um... As a so, straight white man, I feel as, my opinions on Star Wars should always be valued. They're the most important. So, um, for anyone who doesn't know, maybe you just saw Star Wars Visions and you're like, what is Star Wars Visions? For anyone who you... doesn't know, uh, The Last Jedi is good, actually, and you're wrong. Sorry, continue. That's totally fair. Um, so, Star Wars Visions, it's pretty much a brand new entry uh, for Star Wars. It's literally just come out yesterday. It's like hot off the press. So Holy shit. It's Fuck. all on Disney+. Plus. It is nine episodes. It's an anime miniseries, um, which is really cool. Cause Star Wars nine never... different studios, isn't it? Yeah, well, seven different studios, which I'll seven. get into in a second. Okay. Um, so there's nine episodes. They range between like 13 minutes and 25 minutes each. Um, they bring a whole bunch of different art styles, like anime art styles, uh, sort of animation styles as well. Some of it's a little bit sort of different. Um, they are non-canon, like I said at the top, so... What's really great about that is they pretty much get to explore Star Wars in a really unique way. There's a lot of law-breaking stuff, um, which I like. I you know, it's a really controversial g- opinion. Who cares about law? Yeah, up, so law. it's it's great because it's not rigid, and it's like, oh, that's a really cool idea. That's a really cool way of viewing like Jedi history. I like that. And then we never have to worry about it again. And what's great about it is you might watch an episode and be like, I didn't care for that. But then you watch the next episode and you're like, that was really cool. So... There's pretty much something in there for everyone. Uh, like I said, seven different anime studios. I believe they're quite famous. Um, I don't really watch much anime, so... And I actively don't like it, so and, this is going to be exciting. actively avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's Star Wars, and I like Star Wars, 
and my partner's already told me we are watching this, so I will. Oh, so that, that's why I haven't watched excited. it yet, to be honest. Ah, uh, right, that's fair. Yeah, I, that's I totally had time fair. today to watch a couple, but yeah, no, I've been told I'm not allowed. I have to wait. Yeah, that's all good. I'm keen to hear your thoughts because I think you will end up really enjoying it. Anyways, I didn't so know Gotham. Oh, sorry. No, sorry, uh, Gotham Knights was that what it was called? Yeah, that was cool. That's like that a similar like... thing, but for Batman. And I like Batman. Some of those were good. Some of them were not. But some of them were good. Ooh, some of them were real bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the seven studios working on this: uh, Kamikaze Duga, I think it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. Studio Colorado, Trigger, uh, Kinema Citrus. Production, IG, Science, Saru, and Gino Studio. Um, all of the work that I saw when I was watching Visions, I was thought was visually, at least, incredible. Awesome. Um, there were some really good stories in there. Um, the intention was to make, like, pretty much do an experimental Star Wars project. It's like a big celebration of it all. And, yeah, it was cool. Like, you really... Okay get the sense that the people working on this love Star Wars and really wanted to chop it up and do something fun with it, which is crazy that it exists considering <laughs> that Disney and Lucasfilm are like, this is what is canon, this is not canon, we are sticking to the canon, everything we release is canon. So it's crazy that they've done this. I'm really Can happy that they have. Controversial opinion, and I think this goes for everything. Canon is holding back every franchise. Yeah, for sure. And I don't care about it anymore i think to a degree it is i like when a story Mm -hmm. i like when you've got a core story that follows a canon and has rules yeah but i really also like when you do other stories that are just like whatever dude i want to i want to see iron man but he's a giant squid so let me have that i don't know where that came from (laughs) (laughs) it's because you you would you would effing you'd fucking love to I don't know why I said effing. We can swear on this podcast. <laughs> you would fucking love What If Episode 1, the one with the random tentacle monster. I didn't. Oh, by the way, controversial opinion. This is way better than What If. This, like... Okay. I've been kind of, like, enjoying in bits and pieces of What If, but this is... Like, I had a good time with like, each episode. And plus, they're like 15 to 25 minutes. You don't... It's like, it's not a massive investment, like, what if is, nice where you got to sit down for 40 quick, minutes or whatever. Love it. Yeah, it's very quick. Um, but yeah, what if has had some real garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas this, like, every episode, for me at least, was was, was a banger. Um, oh, damn. I, okay, that is a yeah, high recommendation. I had a lot of fun. Now, like, it might not be the same for everyone, but... For me, I was just like, this is awesome. I was just sat there the whole time. I was I was thinking, you know, I'll, I'll watch like the first four episodes and then I'll mm. do something else. And then I got through like the first two. I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch all of them. <laughs> yeah, we're just binging this now. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, do you want me to talk about cast first? Then we'll talk about uh, some of the episodes. And I can do a little bit of cast. On. Not too much. All right. So we've got some cast. There's uh, definitely some really big uh, at least to me, big uh, English cast names. I don't know a lot of Japanese actors, unfortunately, so a lot of these names go right over my head, but I'm assuming that they're big. At least, I feel like I recognised one or two voices from some of the anime that I have seen, but I'm really not sure. So I'm just nodding got... my head. I realised that wasn't coming across <laughs> in an audio medium. I was just like, uh-huh. Okay, it's all right, because... Cool, yep. <laughs> 
every time I do my X adaptable, I put my arms in the air and do a big show of it. I'm like, nobody can see this, Dustin. But it helps. It's like when it Mark Hamill just is Joker in the voice acting booth. Exactly. It just it adds my... to it. You can feel the energy. Yeah. So uh, some of the Japanese cast includes Masaki Terasoma, uh, Akino Watanabe, uh, Yuko Sanpei, Hiroyuki Yoshino, Kosuke Gotu, Akio Kanada, Masayo um, Fujita. That's a whole bunch of the Japanese cast. Uh, as I say, um, also not really great with pronunciation, so I'm really, say, really if, sorry if, about if that. If Dustin butchered any of those, I would like to apologize on his behalf and my Thank behalf. Thank you. So, the English cast includes... These are the big names I recognised. Got Lucy Liu, Damn. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Damn. Tamura Morrison, oh, uh. Neil Patrick Harris, oh, hello, Alison Brie, oh yeah, Karen Fukuhara, who uh, you might know from The Boys. Oh no, you know who I know her as? Who? I know her as Katana. Oh. She has a sword that traps the. <laughs> Souls or enemy, I forget the her soul tra- I would recommend not getting killed by her. Her soul traps the. S- That's her it. Her sword traps the souls of its. This has gone on too long. Um, the best character, dude. She is, yeah, she's Katana. So That's crazy. Boys, I love yeah, her she's great. Um, who else did I see that was really big, really stuck out to me? David Harbour is in it. Oh, he's good. George Takai is in it. Oh. Henry Golding is in it, who oh. you may recognise from a couple of movies. He was in that romance movie with Amelia Clark, where he may have been imaginary. I didn't see it. <laughs> um, that was just the theory. <laughs> the theory right. was that he was imaginary, and I'm like, okay. Um, Sounds good. He's also in a great movie called The Gentleman, which I highly recommend. Um, yeah, so really big names in the English voice cast. Oh, Simu Lee. He's also in it. Oh, sorry, Simu Lu, I think it's pronounced. Either mm-hmm. way. He's in it. He's big at the moment because he's Shang-Chi in the MCU. Very cool stuff. Winner. Good on him. I am going to re-watch it in English as well because I want to, specifically I want to hear uh, Tamara Morrison's uh, Boba Fett because I love him. I know that you don't, but nah, he's you fine. suck. So <laughs> He is just, his delivery is weird. That's fair. I don't like it. Would you like to hear a little bit uh, about some of the episodes? I would. Love to hear a little bit of the episodes. But you have a game? I've got a little game that I planned all by myself. I had this idea. It was your idea. It was totally my idea. So, I picked it It's it's our video game idea, but the opposite. (laughs) I think that we'll call it, like, Two Truths and a Lie, which is is a real game. Um, So, I've picked out two episodes, and I've made up a fake Star Wars vision, which Jack will have to guess. Okay, so, here we go. The first episode is called T-0-B-1, or Toby. It's a story about a droid that dreams of becoming a Jedi. He works uh, for a former Jedi Master. He gets gifted a lightsaber by by this former Jedi Master who he, um... Who is like, you gotta, you gotta not, you gotta not, um, go and track down the force buddy it's it's crazy stuff but he's like no i want to be a jedi he has like literal dreams of being a jedi really cute animation style i really I really love this be, one wouldn't he be dreaming of electric sheep dude yeah probably maybe oh. but anyway so he gets a lightsaber and there's that was a clever joke it was a clever no, joke so, i really, really like no, that. that's fine that's cool <laughs> it's okay 
No, that's cool. Um, I'll go so fuck he, myself. He gets a lightsaber, discovers he can wield the Force, and then he does battle with a Jedi Inquisitor, with an Imperial Inquisitor, rather, okay. slash Jedi Hunter, and he defeats him. He kills him in his first ever lightsaber battle. Damn. Okay. This Toby droid. I really thought it was cute. Great art style. Really fun. You've droid given me the whole episode. When I said synopsis, I meant like... Oh, rough synopsis, but no, that's okay. just go, go on the whole episode. You just spoiled it, that's cool. Yeah, sorry, spoilers. No, it's so fine, let's vicious. do it. <laughs> okay, so this next one I thought was very incredible visually. Um, okay. It was really, really cool. So it's called Daughter of Darkness, Apprentice of Light. Um, it's the story of the daughter <laughs> of an ancient... <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I thought of Son of Sun, Night and Night. Right? It's really weirdly similar. Um, yeah, it's almost like it might not be real. <laughs> it's the story of the daughter of an ancient Sith Lord who discovers she can wield the Force more powerfully than her father. After discovering that her father is evil, she uses the Force to bring down ships and meteors on his dark temple, just absolutely leveling this city. Um, okay. It was really, really awesome. Visually, it had a cool lightsaber battle. Um, it's I... also fake and not real, I reckon. <laughs> that's, my, that's my go-to at the um, moment. Where was I? You keep cutting me off. There's... I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, it was just really cool. Uh, the next yeah. one is called Tatooine Rhapsody. It's a story oh, of a young... It fake too. <laughs> it's a, it's a... It'll sound really fake after I explain this. A story of um, a young boy. So... Nobody likes him. He's just a poor boy from a poor family. Yep. It's the story of a young boy who... A young Jedi Padawan who escapes Order 66. So it's really cool. The episode oh. opened on Order 66. Very cool stuff. And oh, then fake. he gets picked up by a traveling band and he joins said band and they sort of play together for like <laughs> seven years and then they're being tracked down by Jabba the Hutt's mercenary Boba Fett because one of the band members, oh. like the sort of, I think the guy who founded the band, he's a Hutt who has rejected becoming a, a member of the Hutt crime family under Jabba. And um, then it all Fuck. culminates in a scene where they... Fuck, what did happen? It was really cool. Um, so it all <laughs> culminates in this scene where Jabba's going to execute him, but like one of them goes off and he convinces Jabba to let them play one more song at the uh, the pod racing <laughs> arena on Tatooine. And so they play one more song together... And everyone enjoys it. They want them to play another song. And then everyone loves their music. And they avoid him getting... He doesn't get executed. <laughs> They're saved by the power of friendship. And Jabba the Hutt even enjoys the music. Yeah. That's called Tatooine Rhapsody. Fuck. <laughs> oh, I was so sure the second one was fake. Yeah. And then you whip out that. <laughs> They're all oh, very no. good episodes, in my opinion. <laughs> Dude, I am. I can't wait for the reveal of they were all fake. They were all real. <laughs> they were all real all I sh- along. I should have done that. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. So, I believe I've seen. I have seen the trailer for right. Visions. I don't remember it much, but unfortunately, I do remember seeing a robot wielding oh, a lightsaber. No. Um, which looked maybe. Maybe you took that and changed it up a bit. Maybe. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say that one's real. So Toby or T zero B one is real. Only yeah, because I've I've seen I've seen that bit of the trailer. Yep. I cannot remember 
much else of the trailer. The only reason I can remember that is because I thought, oh, I, wonder, I didn't think robots could do the Force. That's interesting. I think robots can wield lightsabers, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they seemed very Jedi-like, so I'm like, oh, yeah. weird. Interesting. There's, like, a um, cool bit in the Clone Wars where they learn about building their lightsabers, mm. and the person who instructs them is a droid. So I thought oh, okay. I always thought that was interesting. Like, he's the guardian of the lightsabers or whatever, of, like, all the yeah. stuff to build them. Um and it was really, really interesting because I'm like, well, he can't do the Force, but he explains. So they have like a Jedi Master and a Knight with them or whatever. I think Ahsoka goes on this journey and Yoda. And then there's this droid who kind of explains to them what they have to do. But then they actually have to do it like the kids. I'm like, that's really interesting. Um, yeah. And then she's like, I've been doing this for like a thousand years or something like that. So don't challenge me on my knowledge of lightsabers, says the droid, something like that. It was really cool. Okay. I can't... Oh, but it's called Tatooine Rhapsody, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> like, I can't get over Son of Sun, Night of Night. <laughs> but that sounds like a really cool episode that I'd be interested in. More than Rhapsody. Right. <laughs> Where the power of music saves their lives. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it's... Alright. Okay. I'm gonna go number two as fake. Yeah, it's it's the fake one. I thought that oh. I could get away with Daughter of Darkness, Apprentice of Light. I no, was dude. like, I was because I, originally I was gonna call it Dark <laughs> Apprentice, which is a book from the nineties. I, I, I thought would, I have heard of that. Yeah, yeah, I thought that you would have recognized, it. and then I was gonna play it off like, oh well, they just took inspiration, but like the yeah. kind of the point of this show that I've covered is it doesn't really take much inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that was hard though. Those yeah. two were very Tatooine Rhapsody Wait. is so weird for Star Wars. It's yeah, really it good though. It. Like I really enjoyed it, but it's just like this is a really interesting look yeah. at Star Wars. I think there was a, they missed a trick by not making them the band from Fallen Order. Um, <laughs> I think that that would have been really cool, but then that's no, too dude, close Cannon to Canon. Canon's holding it back. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I was like, if I could get away with Daughter of Darkness, Apprentice of Light, that would have been so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, if you just mentioned it, yeah. If you if you had given it any other title, <laughs> I would have thought that was the most likely one, if anything. Right. I can't remember. I didn't say what I was going to include was, was um, name. I was going to include a bit where she does like the the Apprentice of Light in my head. That was she mm. defeats her father, then meets a Jedi Master who who trains her. Because I was thinking that sounded a lot like Starkiller as well, like the bringing yeah. the <clears throat> bringing the ship down. Yeah, absolutely. That did oh. that went through my head. I I almost just like pitched Starkiller, but then I'm like. <laughs> I probably shouldn't pitch Starkiller exactly. Um, Fucking almost had me with it, though, because Christ, I thought I had it nailed and then <laughs> Tatooine Rhapsody threw everything I knew out of the fucking blue. But um, if you want, like, I know you're going to watch it, so mm. it's all good, but, like, two really good episodes that I loved, the first one called Ronin, which <laughs> is, first off, great for its art style. It's all black and white, except for, um, for, like all the points of light and everything are colored and like their lightsabers are colored. Ooh, yeah, um, it's very, very cool. Has a very like samurai film feel. <clears throat> um, it's like features a duel between like two lightsaber wielders. Um, and it's Don't like, say much more. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very much very cool, but there's a really cool thing that I just want to talk about. Cause I love it. Um, there's an astromech droid that wears a classic Japanese straw hat and I love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right 
but yeah, and then another episode called The Ninth Jedi, which is all about construction of lightsabers and stuff, which is why I enjoyed it so much. So, and there's Lovely. another cool lightsaber battle. I think for me, the one sort of thing which you won't have a problem with is there's a lot of Jedi stuff. Oh, and I was yeah. kind of yeah. hoping... Oh, yeah. Give me yeah. that Jedi shit. I was kind of hoping for a branching out into like some of the other areas of Star Wars, especially with like the second one being so different. But... um. Yeah, otherwise show was excellent. Like it didn't like it didn't make me not like the show. I was just like, yeah, I would have liked some more exploration. Exploration. Hopefully we get a season 2, so it'll be all good. Everyone wants to play with lightsabers, dude. It's cool. They're very cool. Um as I believe is evidenced by I wonder and oh. <laughs> I was going to do a transition. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wonder if um it's because like, Japanese culture has the samurai. Yeah. And that's their, you know, that's where their culture is, where the more Western has that kind of, the the American cowboy. Yeah. And now we're getting a lot of cowboy stuff in Mandalorian. Yeah. And that's kind of taking inspiration from those types of movies, whereas... Yes. Yeah, I wonder if that's why the focus on... Because um, didn't so, George Lucas say that he took inspiration yeah, from Yeah, so I, I have this written down. I forgot to talk about it. Uh, good thing you brought it up. So, Star Wars is awesome because it's inspired by samurai films and it's inspired by spaghetti western films. Um, I say spaghetti westerns, I just mean all westerns in general. Yeah. Um, so it's inspired by both of those things. So you've got that, like, you know, the first Star Wars film is very much a western, like it's, or at least for the start of it, like a set on a desert planet. Uh, they're all wearing bloody what do they wear like deserty robes um mm-hmm. that you would see in westerns and stuff they'll wear like western kind of outfits it's like a like you said with the mandalorian it's about like a drifter type thing very much a western um but then it's also a japanese samurai film because they have the sword fights and everything like the lightsabers um what i love about where star wars is going at the moment is the mandalorian really lent heavily into the western stuff and now it's coming full circle. We're getting a show that leans super heavily into the samurai and into the Japanese uh, sort of yeah. era, ex- so the Japanese inspiration, which I love. So you get a lot of stuff where like they all live in like classic. Um, I say medieval. I can't. It's like there's a lot of different Japanese periods, like Edo period and everything. They live in like classic houses and everything from <laughs> the sort of Middle Ages in Japan. They all wear like straw hats. They all wear Japanese robes, like kimonos and everything. It's really, really cool. But then they also have some of the stuff that's more Star Warsy inspired, like when they see the Empire and everything, they're wearing their Empire uniforms. Yeah. Um, it's just such a cool blend. <clears throat> it's cool to I'm see it really... To watch it. Yeah, it's really cool to see it lean so heavily into all of that stuff, um, whereas the movies kind of borrow things here and there. Because um, yeah. then like the other thing that is heavy in Star Wars is like the British... Um, aviator. I mean, everyone's look. fucking British. Yeah, in Star Wars. exactly. It's like the British aviator look. Um, a really fun little fact is Gareth Edwards, who directed Rogue One, had all the cast members, like all the sort of pilot cast members and everything for the Rebellion, like grow out their beards and mustaches so that they would look like seventies. Oh yeah, that, that uh, yeah. rules. <laughs> look like the seventies uh, characters and everything, which I think was really really cool, and it really worked because it did feel like it was a movie made in the seventies but super updated. So what well, I love about this, so, sorry. Oh, sorry, in the Patty Jenkins movie. Oh, I hope Because so. her father was a pilot, wasn't he? Yeah, very so, cool. Like, yeah, we'll probably get a whole lot more of that kind of stuff. I'm excited for that for Rogue Squadron, I think it's called. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Sense. But yeah, so it's like it's really cool seeing like a, like a 
Star Wars sword fight, which is a samurai fight, rather than flippy doos and everything that we get in the prequels. It's very cool seeing them like stand there. They uh, a lot of the lightsabers are like shaped like katanas and stuff, which super cool visual. Not something I want in the films, but for an anime, <laughs> absolutely very cool. And like they do the thing where like they flick out the uh, the the blade with their thumb and then like draw it out and do like the lightsaber battle and everything. It's just such Dead. a yeah, it's such a visual masterpiece. I'm excited to watch it. I'm, I'm watching it this weekend. Nice. So by the time that you are listening to this podcast, I would have watched it already. And I thought it was... And I'll edit in my opinion there. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I won't. I just won't. <laughs> Alrighty. So, do you have a game idea that you would like to share with us? Do I have a game idea that I would like to share with you? I do. Sorry, you, I was going to say, you can say no if you want. No. Goodbye. <laughs> I do. I do. Um, As we said at the beginning of the podcast, this is not specifically visions, this is our own vision kind of thing. Uh, Some grand rules that we made for ourselves were that we're not allowed to really touch characters that we know. Yep. In the main films, in the... If we accidentally tread on other ground of, like, I haven't played KOTOR, for example, so if something steps on it by accident... Yeah. Oops. Didn't mean that. I think that's fine. I just... uh, My main point is like probably avoid like the skywalker saga and yeah, those yeah. films um but like you just can pitch fucking jedi fallen order yeah again. exactly i was gonna say it's like you could probably have it set in that era but like you know where you avoid all those characters yeah would be really cool but yeah let's uh um, let's hear it it was hard because like my two ideal star wars games have been made uh-huh and not in the way that I particularly would want them made. Right. So, like, I have always wanted um, a game about a young Jedi who survived Order 66 going off, learning the ways of the Jedi, and becoming a stronger Jedi in that period. Yeah, I feel like I have a poster of this game on my wall. I feel... It sounds familiar, (laughs) huh? Yeah, it sounds... That is... Even when I was like... I remember playing Star Wars... Like, with those plastic lightsabers as a kid. Yeah. And that would always be the story in my head. I'd be like, right. I'm a young Jedi who survived. Because I just liked that idea. And it's then an, they it's a it nice again. story. Unfortunately, none of them survived. Anakin saw to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was... I don't particularly like Souls-style combat. Yep. So that wasn't, like... It wasn't the type of game that I would have wanted it to be but I still very much enjoyed it, and I enjoyed the story of it. Yeah. So technically, my ideal Star Wars game has literally been made. Yeah. The other one, and I remember I was writing down in my notes, I'm like, okay, what about, like, like the opposite? What if it was a Sith? You know, like, some kind of Sith apprentice, and, you know, he's kind of building up, maybe he's, he's a secret apprentice, because of, like, the rule of two, you know? Um... And then I remembered that Starkiller exists. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like this game was really popular about ten years ago. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of my other one that's been made. So I was a bit stumped here. Did you make a game? Like, was this... (laughs) Uh, No, I didn't. What's yours, Dustin? No, no, I I didn't. (laughs) Okay, you Um... you had me in the first half. (laughs) So, I thought, okay, what have I been playing that I'm enjoying? What can Classic, I do with that? Classic, bringing it back to the Adapter Pals formula. 
<laughs> what is current in my brain? Do that. But I have changed it enough. Okay. So I've been playing Deathloop. Ah, yes. Very cool. <clears throat> and something that's interesting is like the multiplayer that isn't multiplayer. Oh. So do you, you know about the other character? This is like Doom, right? Where someone can raid your... Yeah, it also came in Dark Souls, I believe. Yes. Which sucks. Can you turn it off? Is it a feature that yeah. can be turned off? Oh, I don't know if you can in Dark... I feel like you can. Yeah. You definitely can in Deathloop. Yeah. Um, I got raided. Fucking destroyed my raider. Loser. Nice. I was going to say, yeah, because that would frustrate me. Especially if I'm, like, bad at the game or something. Which I'm not going to be, because <laughs> I'm not Jack. Um... Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Um, yeah, but I'm not going to do it like that. In Particularly, it, it kind of, like, brought on this new... I'm just apparently stalling for time for no reason. Yeah. I'm just I am just giving you the backstory of my game for no reason. Yeah, that's alright. So, so I thought of this game of, like, okay, it's going to be a 1v1 co-op. Uh, no, sorry, 1v1. Okay. Kind of like online match, matchmaking game. Yep. Where it'd be set in like the old Republic only because like there were shit tons of Jedi and there were shit tons of Sith. Yeah. And how good is that? So you would play as either a Jedi or a Sith. Those are yep. like the two opposing sides. I like me some character customization so you can make your own Jedi, you can make your own Sith. That's cool. And it would basically be you, you're placed on this planet and you don't know where the other person is. Nice. Basically, maybe like on the other the other side of each map, it'd be like a big-ish map. Not massive. Yeah. But like big enough. I, I'm thinking... I think Tatooine, Moss Eisley. You're yeah, thinking sure. a couple of... Like you, you can go in the bar... The side streets, there's, like, you know, roads and shit. Maybe one or two other buildings you can go into. That's about it. Yeah. Maybe as big as a Hitman map. There we go. I have no frame of reference, but sure. Okay. And as big <laughs> as a... Oh, gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> Just go with Hitman map. It's all right. Yeah, Hitman map. People hopefully know what I'm talking about. Not open world. Not yeah. even close, but, like, yeah. A small contained map with a lot going on. Yeah. And you basically have to... Kill the other person first. Yeah. You gotta blend in, you've gotta act like an NPC while also trying to find the other person. So there'd be different abilities like maybe the the Jedi who's in tune with the force can like sense the force energy yeah. of where the Sith has been. So oh, you don't get cool. you don't get where they are, but you maybe get a trail of oh, okay, they were heading this way. Yeah. Whereas the, the Sith might be able to, I don't know if I can track them down some some other way. I haven't thought about the proper ways of like tracking and shit like that. But yeah, you good. you got to find each other. Yeah. It'd be like there's a bunch of NPCs that all look ridiculous so you can hide good enough. And then when you find each other, you can take them out stealthily. You can have a battle depending nice. on how it works. You could just have a firefight if you wanted. You could just run in and fucking kill everyone if you choose. Yeah, for sure. Or you could try the stealthy approach and, like, sneak up. 
get it. Maybe it wouldn't be like a one-hit kill, because that'd just be fucking annoying. Oh, yeah, no. That's the one thing that they can't really put in Star Wars games, is one-hit kill lightsabers um, yeah. on multiplayer opponents. Yeah, it would be it would be a shit. But, like, yeah, that kind of... You get the upper hand in a duel. Yeah. So then you go into a duel mode, you go into a fight mode, and you could run and try and, like, hide in the crowd again, or... You could uh, stay and fight, depending on how how confident you are. Right. So that would be... You'd have a bunch of different locations, a bunch of different planets we know, a bunch of different planets we don't know. Yeah, so it's like completely out of the the realms of canon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is just whatever. So I could make Toby the uh, Jedi droid if I wanted. Fuck yeah, you can. Why not? I'm playing this game. Um, I liked (laughs) Toby quite a lot. I was going to say, you seem like a big fan of Toby. (laughs) Who's such a fun little character? A suggestion I would have to make this mm-hmm. game work really well. It's a very easy way, I think, to make Please a Jedi do. and a Sith characters feel different. Um, yep. So in Empire Strikes Back, Yoda's like the dark side isn't necessarily stronger, but it's like quicker um, yep, to yep, use yep. and like you know quicker to get powerful, or whatever. I would just say that the Sith character has less powerful force abilities, but they can shoot them off really, really fast. Um, yep. I like have that more, a lot. like, over-the-top force abilities, like lightning and everything, and then the Jedi has slower force abilities, but they are much more powerful, so it's like their force push would maybe blast you across the map or something, like, yep. not that Super far, but you know what I mean, that. yeah, so they, they, yeah, their, their powers would kind of reflect that teaching from the, from the movies, or you could do whatever you want, because it's completely non-canon, and lore just holds us back, so... <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely it does, fuck lore. You could do whatever. Um, I would want yeah, matchmaking like the game. But, like, also, you'd, you'd have to be able to upgrade your abilities. That makes sense. Um, so I would kind of want a system where if you're a level 5 and you get into a game with a level 50, yeah. your abilities are bumped up to level 50. Right. Level... Is that what I said? Level 5 and level 50? I think that's what you said. I'm... It's bumped up so that it's equal strength? Yeah, for sure. Um, maybe you don't have the amount of abilities the other person has unlocked, but, like, whatever you have is bumped up to a fair level. Oh, yeah, level, no, so of course, that makes like... sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'd be... This sounds like something to be most fun with playing with a friend anyways. Oh, for sure, yeah. Just yeah. fucking being like, oh, having that voice chat, you know. Oh, that guy, uh... That guy just turned around really weird, huh? Oh, what? I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. I'm, uh, do, 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 do. I'm, in, I'm actually in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And do you have a name? I do not, because I never think of names until That's you ask good. me, and then I'm like, <laughs> oh no! So I didn't think I thought of a name for my game either. I just like doing this to you. But yeah, I, um, I remember, I think Assassin's Creed had similar multiplayer. Yeah, Assassin's Creed, yeah, the classic game's multiplayer is like a hide-and-seek type thing. Yeah. Where you, yeah, I think that's how it works. Yes, yeah, so quite similar, yeah. I had so much fun in Watch Dogs as well. Watch Dogs did a similar thing. Really? Yeah, I right. I had fun in Watch Dogs. I know it's a weird yeah. sentence. Um, it's a very strange. Sentence. I've never played it, so <laughs> it's fine. But like the the multiplayer of having trying to, I think it was like you have to hide. What was it? I'm so sorry. One That's player so invades the other person. Yeah, and like whoever's getting invaded has to find the invader. Yep, and the invader has to stay. A certain distance from them uh, uh, sorry to them without being spotted and killed because i don't believe they have weapons yep 
So you had to, like, hack them while hiding behind uh, a truck. Okay, cool, cool. But cool. then you had to, like, get in a truck and quickly hide when they're coming so they don't see you, which means you're not hacking, which means, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, right. It was a lot of fun. It Sounds was really, really cool. Is that the first Watch Dogs? Yeah. Because I played a bit of the second one, could not wrap my head around it. Um, oh, the second one was bad. A lot of people yeah. like it. I, didn't, <laughs> I did not. But the first one was also bad. That's totally fair. And apparently the third one is bad, too. Oh, it is average. Yeah, I wanted to play it because it had a cool-looking thing going on. One thing I liked... Yeah. So this is completely off topic. Yeah. But, like, as a thing for the future, I I may have this incorrect, and this is just my interpretation, because I'll be honest, I didn't listen to the story. I was mostly playing it in the background while I listened to podcasts or some shit. That's totally fair. But, like, the whole idea was that it was Watch Dogs Legion, and you had random... You could just yeah, recruit you, yeah, anyone. Yeah, you recruit anybody, yeah. But that was a really cool system, I won't lie. It's that very cool. Ruled. Um, yeah, so, like, the cars there were automatic. Like, okay. they were auto-drive cars, so you could also... Ju- that also helped with podcasts and YouTube, because they just be uh, like, go to the marker, like... auto car, let it run. And you just sit there and listen. Haha, <laughs> gameplay! Yeah. Gameplay. <laughs> but some people that you could... You could also just drive the car yourself. Yeah. Um, but there were a lot of empty cars driving around. Oh. In fact, most of the cars were empty. Is that a glitch? No, I don't think so. Weird. And it was rare, but, like, you could get someone and it said, oh, they have their own car. And that was, like, a perk? Yeah. I'm like, that's a weird perk. Why is that a... That's cool. Why is that a perk? And it's because, at least in my interpretation, all of the cars are just shared. Yeah. So, like, you, they're pretty much all taxis. They're yeah, all just like, driving yeah, it's around. All, all self-driven Ubers. Yeah, and you just, like, go, hey, I want I want you. You call it over. It drives That's you so wherever cool. you want. Or you can choose to drive it yourself. Yeah. And then you get out, and they go off to the next person. Yeah. So it was, like, a rarity for someone to own their own car, and it was like, oh, this person's rich. They That's actually, actually a, own a car. Yeah, that's a really cool law thing. That I was, like, like that. A, yeah, as an idea for the future. I'm like, that, that's kind of dope. Yeah. I hope they're all on renewable energy. I assume they are. Yeah. Oh, you mean yeah. the future in real life? Yeah, I just want that. Oh, right, real. yeah. Um, I also just want that as a thing. Yeah, that would be very cool. Um, I'd like I don't like driving, so that'd be good. I hate driving. I detest it with my soul. It's not um, fun. Yeah, all right. Sorry that's for that a... tangent. I just that's thought that was like good. a really just... It was a cool law thing. I thought you were going to say, oh, this would be something that would be worked into a game in the future. It would be really cool. Absolutely not. That that, that was in the game. And then it dawned on me, like, wait a minute. Oh, you want that in real life? Okay. I do. do. Very good. Yeah, it's very, very good. All right. Well, would you like to hear what I've got cooking? No, I'd like to talk more about uh, video game in the Watch Dogs Legion. So what else happens in Watch Dogs Legion? What's your game, Dustin? Uh, Okay. So, no name, but... I've got an era. Star Wars Legions. Go And this is... I feel this is unfair to you because you oh. haven't looked at um, the High Republic as far as I know. The High Republic. That's a new Star Wars era that they've sort of introduced recently. Oh, That's... with the weird Kylo Ren lightsabers that aren't Kylo Ren lightsabers. Yeah, all the Jedi have... Yeah, they all have the crossguard sabers, which I yeah, think yeah, look yeah, very yeah. cool. But, so it's not canon... I'm going to say at the top top is my game is not canon. 
It could be, I guess, but it is like it's going to be very heavily inspired by Star Wars Visions kind of style and vibe and everything. Could but be. I don't intend for this to be canon. Doesn't matter. Mm. Um, that being said, the High Republic era takes place about 200 years prior to the Phantom Menace. Um, and it's just a era of like peace and uh, what's it called? Um, prosperity. Prosperity for the Jedi and for the galaxy and everything. It's very cool. So. Uh, Dude, what I, I love would... peace. Peace is cool. Give peace, peace a chance, I right. Um, so pretty much you play as like a newly minted Jedi Knight. Um, mm-hmm. So that means that you have the area, you have like, it gives you the opportunity for you to learn more force powers and get more powerful and everything. But you start off with like a base level. Um, so you're a new Jedi Knight. You've been assigned to start exploring with like another group of Jedi and uh, exploring out like the outer reach of the, of the galaxy, unexplored regions, maybe even into another galaxy, which is something mm-hmm. I was sort of thinking about because then it can get real weird. <clears throat> um, to be unexplored, so looking at unexplored regions, um, you'd be out there to set up a Jedi outpost, which was just like a thing in one of the books I was reading from the High Republic. They're talking about setting up more outposts so that the Jedi can be more spread out across the galaxy and everything. So I just think that it's a really cool concept for a game because it gives you like a hub and everything like that. Yeah. Um, you would have I'm a down. you'd have a full character customization. Oh so you yeah, I mean. So you get to design your Jedi character. You get to go gender, um, and do whatever you want with that, which would be very cool. You got choices for all the like you know as many different species from Star Wars as possible. So. Like, if you want to be a Wookiee Jedi, for example, go right ahead. Yeah. I guess because it's non-canon, you could probably play with some of the, the doesn't making a droid Jedi if you wanted. Um, Fuck it, why not? Just cool for stuff. fun, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, originally, I had a name in mind for my character, but then I'm like, actually, you know what? Just make it full, sort of, design your own. Um, yep. Love it. Beautiful. I would want a lot of that Japanese cultural inspiration from Visions to come over into it. Right, uh, right. Because you're in an unexplored area of the galaxy people who do care about canon can view it in a way that's hey you know what this is just a different area of the galaxy where they have different clothes and different buildings and everything hell if you, dude, w- if yeah. you're a fucking loser you can be <laughs> a fucking loser that's up to you exactly we don't care here at adapter pals if you want to be a gross nerd you go be your gross nerd <laughs> if, self if you're, if you're a big lawn nut as i would say nicely um <laughs> You fucking, if you're a piece of shit dog cunt, then you can be <laughs> Wow. <that. laughs> so, it's like an open sort of galaxy, but like not massive, not like, we're not talking mm-hmm. No Man's Sky or anything like that, just like a sort of couple of systems to explore type thing, with yeah. a whole bunch of different planets, all new planets in my mind, so mm-hmm. it's a lot of work, but like a whole bunch of new stuff. The focus though, rather than fighting some galaxy-ending threat, like an Empire or a First Order, it would literally be focused on you building your Jedi and making them, like, them sort of going on that Jedi path and everything, connecting with the Force in different places, exploring, helping people. I would say that there's not, like, a proper narrative structure. It's more just go around meeting people, helping them, learning from them. They learn from you. It's all yep. about, like, just being a Jedi. It was what I was thinking would be cool. I'm always um, down for being a Jedi, dude. Yeah. And, like, I That's would have... Dream. Like, maybe there's, like, a threat or something. Maybe there's, like, marauders or something in the region that's, like... that. They, maybe that's where the core story is. It's, like, you're just kind of stopping them. Because the core story is just you're setting up an outpost and you're helping the Jedi get to know the galaxy a little bit better. 
which mm-hmm. I think is really cool. Um, so something that I really loved in Fallen Order was like the um, like this in Jedi Fallen Order was the meditation and everything that you could do as Cal to upgrade your yep, yep, yep. Sk- like to use your skill points to upgrade and get like new abilities. I just think it'd be a really cool focus in my sort of Star Wars Visions game where it would be. You can go to different locations. You can meditate on the Force and connect to it through that, or you can go to other locations and there are like physical challenges to complete, like uh, platforming and everything. I think would be really, really cool. Because then cool, it's that's a cool thing to yeah. like carry over as well from that game. Yeah, and I just like that rather than having because I know what you hate about open worlds and what I hate about open worlds and what everyone tends to should hate about open worlds <laughs> is um, is collectathons of various oh, like. God stupid collectibles it's like oh there's 50 books so i'm not gonna have that it would be each location would have something different related to relating to like a challenge to connect with the force um so in like ghost of Tsushima, it has like the tory gate challenges now there are a lot of them but each of them each of them is like a different bit of platforming so like it's broken up so you'd have like platforming puzzles and then you'd have meditation puzzles and everything and like force puzzles and they'd all be about growing as a jedi i just think that'd be really cool okay yeah, I'm more but into that. Then, I was worried about what you were saying. <laughs> and okay, you, you, you okay. brought me back. You brought me back. It's okay. But then also, if it's a Jedi game, you want to bloody kill people with your lightsaber. So <laughs> it's going to have combat. Don't stress. Um, so I've kind of, rather than taking the Souls approach uh, from Fallen Order, I'm going to take more of the sword combat from Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think there's an incredible sword fighting um, game. So I'd take that, like, it, it's obviously still very Japanese-inspired as well. Well, it's set in Japan, so it's like you get that, you know, sort of samurai warrior feel, but with a with a lightsaber. I don't know why I just did this. This is a little side. When I was talking about that, I was miming sword fighting <laughs> again. No There's one can see this, Dustin! <laughs> There's been a lot of miming this episode. It's exciting. Yeah. So I just think that that would be a very cool sort of combat to carry over. You're not, like, specifically, but you'd have, like, different lightsaber stances and stuff you'd be able to fully customize your lightsaber as well yeah, so sure. with your different parts your color and everything oh. i also okay, hang on can i quickly you get oh, a color yeah. wheel for the love of god absolutely you get a... why doesn't every get star a wars game wheel. have a fucking color wheel just give me a color wheel then i can have whatever lightsaber color i want i love jedi so fallen order and how it has multiple colors of lightsaber the green in that one is disgusting. Let me pick It's not my a own good green. green. Yeah, it's, it's a not green. a It's it's a weird yellow green. It's a sadly not good green. The blue green is being sexy my favorite. Yeah. Green being my favorite lightsaber color ruined in that game. Yeah, don't you don't want to be green. You want to be anything but. So like Absolutely. yeah, just let me let me have a fucking the blue, color wheel. Yeah, you said yeah, the blue is so good. Um, let me have a color wheel. I know if you use photo mode in Fallen Order, you can edit it so then the green looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> you can edit it. Yeah, yeah. I, I've downloaded a mod on the PC legitimately just... I only have one mod, and it's for that. Is it because a color for, wheel, then? Yeah, it's a color... Well... Nice. Well, I have to, like, exit the game and, like, pick a color and then see if it looks good in the game and then quit right. out of the game if it doesn't, then have to change... Sounds complicated. It's the fucking worst, dude. Just let me just let me have a color wheel. I like that on New Game Plus in Fallen Order, you can pick your color at any point in the game. And you can also have a that red lightsaber, good. which is quite cool. Um, but you know what would be even better than that? What? A color wheel. A color wheel. The whole time. <laughs> I should have just said a color wheel. I should have figured where you're going with that. Um, another big thing, again, borrowing from games that I've been playing and mm-hmm. games that I like, 
Um, I've been playing a lot of Days Gone. I'm really in love with the motorbike in that. Just being able to Speed upgrade my motorbike across the game. Oh, no, I'm talking I'm thinking spaceship for this. So, oh, okay. That's, okay but yeah. sure, a speeder bike for land travel. Absolutely. Um, so, and again, like it's similar to Mad Max where you get to customize the car, build what you want. Um, mm-hmm. I would do that for a vehicle for a spaceship in um in, in my hypothetical visions game. So yeah. in this is a really cool concept from High Republic. I feel like I'm making a High Republic game, but I'm sorry. Do it, um, yeah, fuck it. Why not? That's a vision. <laughs> yeah. So there's a really cool concept with the Jedi Starfighters of the era, which is they're very light and maneuverable, have very little shields, um, because the Jedi just is so in tune with the Force that they are dodging and weaving. And because they're anticipating the shots coming in. I think that's a really cool way to um, combine machine and uh, Jedi Force user. Uh, living Force user, I should say. Um, Dope. I think that's really cool. But the weapon systems are even more cool. A cooler concept. Where the weapon systems only activate when the Jedi puts their like lightsaber in like a key type thing. And activates it. Oh. So the ooh, Jedi... That's interesting. Yeah. So going into combat, the Jedi actually has to make that decision to put in a deadly laser and actually has to load that in physically with the lightsaber. Otherwise it just shoots like disabling shots or whatever. And I'm like, that's cool. It'd be cool to see that in a game. So I would give you your Jedi starfighter and then you would be able to upgrade it, you know, your paint jobs and all that kind of stuff. And also choosing like different parts for different kind of, traversal with it I say traversal yep, yep, yep. different type of flying so like customize it to your heart's content yeah absolutely i didn't even think about a speeder bike but yeah a speeder bike <laughs> that you can deploy when you get onto the ground um these wouldn't by the way when i say planets like they would not be you don't get the whole planet to explore that'd be ridiculous um, oh, but like slightly bigger than yeah like like just like nice sort of mini open environments yeah. Something where if you had a speeder bike to travel around it, it would take you maybe a minute, maybe maybe a couple of minutes to cross on your speeder bike or whatever. Beautiful. Um, so you can at least feel like you're going around. Um, there's a funny thing in Star Wars anyways, where they go to a planet and there's like one city and a town and <laughs> one biome. So <laughs> Golden. <laughs> absolutely carries over very easily into a game. Um, I Did I talk about... The sort of Japanese, yeah, I did talk about the Japanese influence yep, I'd have on it. Yep, all that kind of stuff. Maybe the game has a black and white setting if you wanted, like Ghost of Tsushima. This is just Ghost of Tsushima, Tsushima Star Wars. Um, I was about to say, I'm, I'm shocked there isn't more of that. Yeah, like more black and white Star Wars stuff, or just Ghost of. Sh- Why can't I say that name for some reason? <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima, but Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. I reckon we'll start to see. It. Hopefully, Ubisoft learns a trick or two. They won't, but. Um... <laughs> Yeah. We can hope. So, yeah, I think that that's pretty much it. Like, there's not, like, a defined story. It's just you're a Jedi going on their journey to becoming a master. Um, you're Beautiful. young. It's exploration-based. Cool combat. Plenty of combat as well. Like, it would not be shy on that. It would just, yeah, it'd be a really cool focus. Because something I loved in Fallen Order, which I'd love to see replicated, is you really... F- uh, here's the meme it really made you feel like a Jedi like yes. you went on that journey and like when you get your crystal at Ilum and everything it felt impactful and really cool Dude, it really makes you feel, feel like, like a, a Jedi. Jedi yeah <laughs> yeah baby so yeah I think that's my game it's yeah Star Wars 
the game. <laughs> I love it. Star Wars the game. Um, yeah, and sort of taking that sort of the vibe of Visions and the High Republic era, which is an era which I think is quite interesting. It's beautiful. New as well. Only started this year. Um, any questions? Not really. I'm just kind of, that. Just kind of sounds pretty fucking dope. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just want to play time. that game. It's the the never ending struggle with this fucking podcast. Is I get excited for a game that just isn't a thing. It's not a thing, unfortunately. That makes me sad. Do you know what is a thing though? Ooh. Gaming news. Oh, there is. Would you some like of to it. hear a little bit of interesting gaming news? We'll start with the Star Wars stuff. Oh, we probably should, huh? So, Lucasfilm have been playing Star Wars Adaptable themselves. Oh! Uh, Star Wars Hunters is an arena shooter that's coming out uh, for Switch and mobile in early 2022, Ooh. I believe. Got a new trailer. I think it looks cool. I forgot um, it was on mobile, and now I am yeah, it's on worried. mobile. There were some leaked screenshots as well, um, which looked alright. I just think it's it fits into this Visions discussion really nicely because it's a whole yeah. bunch of very obviously non-canon material. Oh, it just looks like hot nonsense and I'm, I'm always yeah. down for hot nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for it. I think my favourite thing in the trailer was there's like a pair of Jawas um, who are standing on top of each other's shoulders and you can play as them. And I'm like, that looks <laughs> That's great. really funny. It looks really I funny. See that. That's really good. <laughs> it's really funny. I want to I want to play that game. Even if it's like five hours of fun or something. I think it'd be great. It's, it's made it's for kids. It's on mobile, it'll be cheap. Or yeah, exactly. Free. I think it's free. Hope it's free. Well, then there's no downside for downloading it, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then more Star Wars news. So Star Wars Visions has actually got a book coming out. Um, oh. Oh. Which is really cool. So it's a yeah. book based on the character from the first episode who is just called Ronan. He doesn't have a name, because Ronan, mm-hmm. obviously, is Wandering Samurai. So... Um, yeah, it's based on him. It's a little bit. Oh my of an god, expansion it's Hawkeye! Holy shit! Oh Hawkeye my god! <laughs> this is great. I hope he has a bad haircut too. <laughs> yep. So yeah, it was a really good episode. So I was like, yeah, I'd love to see more of that character. Um, the book comes out on the twelfth of October this year. I've already cool. bought the audiobook with one of my Audible credits because I'm super keen. And Star Wars audiobooks. Uh, very very cool they have music and like um full sound effects and everything like it's ambient a really, noise yeah it's a really immersive experience um i really really recommend to anyone uh who hasn't listened to a star wars audiobook the star wars ahsoka novel um it's i have downloaded the obi-wan oh one, but i haven't listened to it yet mm, very cool well the ahsoka okay, one is narrated by uh ashley Eckstein, who voices her in the show it's oh, super cool. that's cute. Yeah, so like she that. obviously does a great job as Ahsoka. Um, yeah. And it's just such a fun little story. But yeah, so Ronan, I'm really, really excited for. I've been Beautiful. slowly making my way through a High Republic novel, not because it was bad or anything, I was actually rather enjoying it, uh, called Light of the Jedi. That's the first one. I just stopped uh, going out on walks a lot, so <laughs> wasn't able to listen to it as much. But yeah, they're oh, really, really down. cool experiences. They're just a really awesome things so i'm very keen to see what they do with ronin because you'll have a lot more hopefully uh japanese inspiration with like the music in there uh, ambient noise and stuff oh yeah that'd be really cool yeah it'd be epic um i have matrix news for you <gasps> we did matrix last week or the week before we did matrix the week before and you said Uh-oh. that in Uh-oh. you you'd heard that in the matrix reloaded 
uh, there was like an orgy scene and that they were fingering each other's plug holes. <laughs> I, I am, did. from my point of view, I'm happy to report. <laughs> I was supposed to do this last week. Um, <laughs> I'm happy to report. I watched The Matrix Reloaded and there is no yeah. fingering of anyone's plug oh, holes. Oh, that is disappointing <laughs> that is terrible news i was watching the movie and then i'm like ah, everyone watch out in this scene <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah it's uh unfortunately i from what i could see there was no there was none of that vocals. but look maybe in the background somewhere one of the extras was was doing it and was like this will be good i can't imagine like you wouldn't though right you have to give it a go Probably, but it's not just mechanical, is it? Is it not? It's just an nah, electronic it's a clock. big hole, maybe? All right. It would feel weird, I reckon. <laughs> All right, Jack. Moving if on. You can, if you can put a... <laughs> oh, stop talking. <laughs> There's a hole to plug your plug. Hmm? Okay. Okay, so... <laughs> um, I shouldn't have brought it up. This is on me. It's all good. Where'd you think this was going to go, dude? I didn't you think. I was like, this will be a funny joke. And then it's gone off the rails. <laughs> it's um, funny for me. From Prestart. <laughs> so from Prestart, Australia. Mm-hmm. I've shouted this outlet out multiple times. They're really great. This is... Uh, so the title just says, A new Nintendo Switch controller could be getting announced this week. And it looks like a Nintendo 64 controller is okay. probably what they're bringing out. Um, thoughts? I'm hoping that this means that, because I'm pretty sure they've got a, like, an NES controller and a Super Nintendo controller. Mm-hmm. Um, that you can get for, you can buy if you're a Nintendo club member or whatever the fuck it is called. Yeah. But the, I, I don't know if it's the case with the Super, uh, the, with the regular NES one, but I'm, I'm guessing it would be. With the Super Nintendo one came the uh, included Super Nintendo library ah, very that cool. the Switch has. Of like a bunch of classic Super Nintendo games that you can just get included in your membership. Yeah. I mean, you'd like the, hope that they would do that, right? The PlayStation Essentials kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with the... If, if this is a Nintendo 64 controller, I'm hoping the for game. a best of N64. Yeah. That would be my hope. Well, my hope was that that means that they're bringing out N64, like more N64 games on the Switch. Yeah. Um, so the big one, um, bloody Zelda Ocarina of Time, should be on the oh, Switch. Yeah. You know, the best game ever made. <laughs> it should um, be according on more than the to 3DS. every single metric, it is the greatest game ever made. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm hoping that that's that that means we're getting something like that on Switch. Um, what are your thoughts on the N64 controller in general? I haven't played with it much. Oh, uh, just visually weird. when you when you look at it, it's pretty oh, stupid, right? Oh, it looks right? yuck. <laughs> it, it I love how you can't hold all of it at once. That's no, you're right. Interesting it's interesting, interesting isn't it? <laughs> I get the idea behind it. Yeah. Um, just a just bad idea. make a secondary controller. They yeah. they would make more money. Um, it's, it's just really bad. It feels uncomfortable. Oh. I mean, look, it's a controller from like the nineties, so of course it feels uncomfortable and cheap. But um, I didn't know what the fuck they were doing. But yeah, it's such a weird concept. Imagine if they somebody did that nowadays. Imagine if Sony brought out like a PS Five controller. <laughs> 
Dude, watch the internet fucking explode. I'd love it. Do it. Did you ever see the leaked uh, PS3 controller? Oh, the, the boomerang? boomerang? Yeah. I <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> they pretty quickly changed. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah. Super good. For those of you who don't know, just look up PlayStation 3 boomerang controller and you'll have a great day. Um, you'll have such fun yeah so i think i'm more excited about the possibilities that this is hinting at with this n64 control mm. by the way this is not confirmed this is a like it's it's like a leak and some rumored stuff um and hey they were leaking that there was going to be nintendo switch pro so really anything could happen. anything could happen uh yeah so hopefully that would be really really cool uh i won't probably won't buy it because it'll be expensive or whatever but you know cool stuff that's fair i'd like to quickly mention a bit of gaming news yeah. Apparently, uh, the uh, Death Stranding Director's Cut has come out. Yes, it has, or it will I be out. I am excited out. to... Yeah, it'll probably be yeah, out, it'll by, be the out time by the is... time this is this is live, yeah. I'm excited to go back to that game. I never finished it. Oh. Um, I should have. I was enjoying it. I don't know why I was enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, wanna, I, I do want to go back. I think, like, I was doing uni at the time. Yeah. And that story and everything that's going on is so fucking bonkers. Oh, that, dude. Like, I, t- <laughs> I took a break, and that was like a week or two, and when I went back to it, I'm like, I, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I just remember being very excited because it looked so bonkers. I'm like, I'm so keen for a game that is bonkers and weird. Um, mm-hmm. And I got it, and I played like nine hours, I want to say, and I was still mm-hmm. walking around. Dude, it never changes. You're always walking and, around, dude. Like, this this guy at work was saying, oh, look, I read that it gets really exciting after, like, 25 hours. No. And I'm like, I can't do that. If it's going to take me 20, <laughs> 20, 25 hours to get a gun, no thanks. Even um, when you get it, dude, it's still boring. <laughs> but it, that, that, that's the beauty of it. So, it's like I mentioned, I've been playing Days Gone. Now, the mm-hmm. first, I think my first night playing that, the first five hours... I was not sure how I felt about it. But at least I could shoot yeah. stuff and travel around easily. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not excited at all about Death Stranding Director's Cut, oh, but I'm so glad excited. that you're excited. Um, it is a game... I remember doing a tweet about it. Yeah. Ages ago. And it was something like, Death Stranding is a confusing, boring, frustrating game. Yeah. That I don't understand why or how it was made. <laughs> dot dot dot. Can't wait to play more. Great job. Everyone should buy it. Like that was somehow my opinion. It was made. Um, it, the reason it got made is because of a uh, uh, Hideo Kojima. That that's absolutely that's why he, from the, it, from his bonkers mind. In fairness, though, incredible soundtrack. Yeah, one of the best gaming soundtracks it maybe ever. Did yeah, I. Loved the Low music Roar that I was is hearing. an incredible band. Yeah, I remember having an experience of like walking down a hill after something happened. Yeah, and this certain song played, and then suddenly I was tearing up, and I didn't know why. It was just gorgeous. Interesting. I just remember it has those weird moments. Like the first time you go out, I think maybe, I guess spoilers for the early game. Um, you go out carrying the body to the yeah. to the furnace. The music that played there was just awesome. 
So I look, I took yeah, I took I took a dunk on the game two minutes ago, but there was some genuinely good moments, and the world design was incredible. So I'm really interested to see how it looks. Because then you run into a place and then suddenly Conan O'Brien's talking to you, and you're like, "Why? So weird. What is this?" (laughs) You drink a Monster Energy drink. You're like, "I hate everything that's happened." I I think I. I don't know if I told you before, that also puts me off Death Stranding, is Conan O'Brien being in it. Um, you don't like Conan O'Brien? I don't, I don't love him. Um, oh, he's the one good one. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I guess. I don't know. I just Monorail, I dude. Monorail. Don't like any of them. Anyways, moving on. Um, here's a cool thing that I didn't mention at the start, but um, it's a funny bit of music. It ties into Star Wars stuff. Uh, apparently, um, David Cage's studio... Um, Oh, might be making this. a Star Wars game. What is that studio called again? Uh, Quantic Dream? Quantic Dream. Yeah, apparently they might be working on a Star Wars game. Thoughts? <laughs> Dude. Yeah. A lot Fuck of people. It. Why not? A lot man? of people were saying, keep David Cage away from Star Wars. <laughs> no, no, see, now that's why you should. Let, yeah. him, let him have it, dude. I'm excited. Let's see what fucking shit he comes Just up with. Just have at it. I've not played... Uh, the last one, Detroit, become human yet? But I'd like to. I really enjoyed the. I enjoyed the demo that I played. I was like, "This is awesome! I cannot wait to play this." And now I own it because it was free. But My I'm partner never played through it. She likes it. Okay, cool. There you go. I've got another. Yeah, I've got a friend who thinks it's amazing. I played the um, uh, Elliot Page and Willem Dafoe one. Okay, cool. Which was, it was interesting and nonsense. Yeah. I never played it. It was. It was good. It was uh, Beyond Two Souls. It was yes, yeah. It was co-op. I played it with a friend of mine. I want to play it in the stream with my partner. That'd be really cool. I think that would be that would be fun. I've like one of you plays as this weird ghost thing. Yeah, okay. The other one plays as whoever Elliot played. I've only played. Oh, sorry. The ghost just gets to. Me- no, that's fine. The ghost just gets to. Like, there's one really fun part I liked of um. Elliot Page's character. I don't remember the name. Uh, is going on a date, yep. and this ghost is like kind of jealous and wants the attention, so you can just fuck up the date. Okay, cool. That's really funny. Uh-huh. Miss- and the other person's like, "What the fuck's going on?" Nice. <laughs> You're like shaking walls <laughs> and knocking drinks over. Like, fuck you. That's cool. I've only played Heavy Rain. Um, I haven't played Heavy Rain, but I've seen. And a lot of Heavy I Rain. got the mixed to bad ending. I think I got mm-hmm. like a very mixed ending because of a stupid quick time event. Um, Love it. I won't spoil it because you're going to play it at some point, I imagine. Um, I, I know the end. All right, yeah. So I was doing the fight up on the bloody conveyor belt. <laughs> if you know about that, mm. there's a fight for anyone who doesn't know. Uh, there's a fight with the with the bad guy up on a conveyor belt in a construction site or a factory or whatever, and <laughs> the quick time event just wasn't having it, and I failed it, <laughs> so I lost. I lost the game, <laughs> and I was Beautiful. really annoyed. All right. Absolutely, cool. give me Star Wars from Quantic Dream. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Let me. Let's stream it together. Let me get the bad. Let up. me get the bad ending of the game because I yep. failed to activate my lightsaber because the X button's just do not it, having it. Hell yeah! I oh, am. If it's Carl, we're, we're oh, absolutely. That's just such. Yeah, it's a weird, weird thing. Yeah, all the comments are saying from people like, "No, just keep him away. Keep him away." I was like, <laughs> no, "This is no. funny." This is why you want him here. Let's see what happens. Um, <clears throat> did we want to quickly talk about CD Projekt Red or? Yeah, let's talk about CD Projekt. All right, we'll Red. keep it brief, but CD Projekt Red is revealed that they're hiring for a brand new open world game. 
Maybe finish the first Thoughts? one. Thoughts? Huh? Maybe maybe finish the one you got. Yeah, I, I, I like this. Whenever I write my notes, I'll put in a bit where I laugh. So I'm like, see a Project Red hiring for a new game. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. When that was like the good studio. I know, right? Everyone was like, yeah, they're the good ones. Great stuff. Uh, it's probably, hopefully not Star Wars or something. <laughs> as long as, like, there's a few that I'm, I'm worried about. Because if, if CD Projekt Red was, like, the big good one, if Arcane, who did the Dishonored and... I believe it's Arcane. Deathloop and all yeah. that. They seem to be pretty good. Yes. If they're not good, oh, no. And uh, Supergiant, who do Hades and that. Ah. They seem to be incredible. Like, Supergiant, I remember, was talking about how they're anti-crunch. Yeah. Like, they, they will be like, no, you're taking the weekend off. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes their staff would be like, oh no, I just really want to finish this part. Because, you know, you get into your artistic Yeah, absolutely. Endeavors. I think I may have read this. Yeah, yeah, and they were like, no, go home. You, your weekends are yours. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fuck yeah, dude. Do you remember that time that, that CD Projekt Red was like, we are, we don't have crunch, we don't encourage crunch on this game, we're not crunching. And then all of a sudden they're <laughs> like... So we had to crunch. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. <laughs> so if we had Super to crunch. Or some other one like that yeah, finally I says getcha. that, I'm gonna die. They seem they make such good. Hades is so good. I'm gonna hang up. Yeah. Oh my god. Why is video games bad, dude? The industry is why do video not <laughs> great. Alrighty. Uh, um. So I reckon it is time to spin the wheel of genres. Hell yeah! What is the wheel of genres? If you're new to the podcast, the Wheel of Genres, we got a wheel of a bunch of different random video game genres. Right. We're talking puzzle. We're talking Metroidvania. We're talking Battle Royale. These sound I'm pretty common and popular. <laughs> Absolutely. You gotta get the sweet, sweet audience. Look, if you've been listening for this long, you're already in. Yeah, you're in, and you know that what you know what we come up with. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, in the Wheel of Genres. We're gonna spin this wheel. And we're going to be given a random genre, and we just got to pitch on the fly. We got to hope that we get something. I'm good. excited though because this one works Souls so well. Has a lot. This one works so well for visions though. You can do oh, yeah, whatever true. the fuck you want. Well, let's find out what the fuck we're going to be doing as I spin the wheel. Yeah. Okay. A puzzle game. Interesting. So, my initial thought is like first person kind of puzzle, like almost escape room kind of thing. Yeah. Where you're like in rooms and you're figuring out puzzles to get to the next nice. spot. Okay, yeah, yeah, I get you. I would set it in the Jedi Temple. Oh! Like call it Star Wars Secrets of the Temple. Yeah. Oh, okay. Order 66 has happened. You're playing as someone excavating, going through the old abandoned ruins yep. of the temple. And you're discovering shit. You're finding out how to get to the library. Maybe you discover Obi-Wan's original, like... Oh, no. No, no, no. You don't discover Obi-Wan's original anything, because he doesn't have to exist in this universe. Oh, Jack, Cannon is holding you back. Cannon's <laughs> holding me back. I meant it as a cool Easter egg, but no, it's holding me back. You're holding right. you back. But, like, you know, yeah, you, yeah. you discover all these bunch of little Star Warsy secrets. Yeah. 
No, I like that. And you get trapped. Maybe there's traps because, like, yeah, the Jedi. The Jedi want to protect their stuff. There's a whole episode in yeah. the Clone. I'm going to talk about the Clone Wars again because it's amazing. There's mm. a whole episode which you've surely seen about Cad Bane breaking mm. into the temple, yeah, and yeah, all yeah, these yeah. sort of security stuff he has to go through. I'm like, yeah, I'd be keen. Um, so that but a puzzle game. You're maybe you're not Cad Bane, yeah. but you're like an, oh, you're yeah, a brand you're new character. You could be. If you, because a big thing with visions at the moment is it's like focused a lot on Jedi stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You could be like a Force user. You could be a random Padawan okay. who's trying to get like in there to try and get something. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that it's to find their journey or whatever post Order sixty six. You could do that. Um, did you ever play I'm down for that? Those games. There's like four of them now. I feel like you have. They're the two player puzzle games. That's what I was thinking. We were here. Yeah, we were here. I only played the the first one or two. Yeah. Did you stream those? I streamed the second one. Right. Very good games. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, so... Hard, but a lot of fun. Something like that for Star Wars. Yeah, that's exactly the style I was thinking. Super cool. Going through the temple, figuring out those kind of weird puzzle shit. Yeah, that's exactly my And if you do it, like, if you play as a Force user, it means that you get to do interesting stuff with the Force that then is, sure. like, not just related to, oh, I think I noticed a thing, or I missed something because I walked past it because it was blending in. It's like, well, no, you have force powers to kind of detect stuff or at least gain an understanding of the environment in an interesting way. Levitation then, yeah, puzzles. that too. Yeah. Really cool stuff. And you just call You could call it Star Wars Visions if you wanted, I guess. Um, I'd call it Secrets of oh, the Oh, right, yeah, Secrets of the Temple. I forgot that you said that, and that's such a good name. I don't know if that's a, I think that's it. it. I think it's good. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad. Thank God. I, look, it could be terrible. Oh, yeah, Star Wars Secrets of the Temple. I like that. Um, speaking yeah, of... Yeah, you could set it there. You could set it, like... even You could even do it on Ilum or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, Secrets of the Jedi, cool. maybe. Yeah, even better. So, like, you get a bunch of different locations. You're just hunting yeah. around. Oh, that'd be cool. You're just looking for shit. There's a great temple, a great sort of dungeon, in Zelda mm-hmm. Skyward Sword. Um, I know you're going to play it, so I'm sorry about this. It's all it's... good. I should play that sooner rather than yeah, later. Yeah, the temple is a puzzle room. It's like a puzzle box temple, essentially, or dungeon, rather. Ooh. So um, each room can shift around, and you can shift each room to connect them to each other. You have like a panel in each like seg- section of the uh, of cool. the dungeon, and you can shift it around to sort of get into different areas and stuff and unlock different gates. Something like that for the Jedi Temple. Or for yeah, like that's good yeah, shit. you could be going to different locations around the galaxy. So maybe you start going to Ilum to get a crystal, then you have to sneak into the temple, using using like some stealth and stuff if you wanted to include an enemy presence. Yeah, um, um, fuck yeah, I'm super down for that. that like, yeah, dope. I just feel like the Jedi Temple is that kind of place where you would get into weird puzzle buildings and everything to confuse intruders. Um, yeah, there might be some, like, security... There would be security. Yeah. Some, like, fucking stormtroopers or some shit like that. There's another kind of interesting <coughs> thing that you could do um, mm. if you really wanted to lean into that non-canon weird Visions aspect. Um, there's an episode of Visions which kind of looks at Jedi history in a completely different lens, or through a completely different lens, where it's... I'm not going to spoil oh. too much, but, like, it's not focused on... A massive Jedi Order is what I'll say. So you could right. turn the Jedi into something that's a lot more focused and small, and it's like a personal journey for one person. For example, you could be like starting the journey of the Jedi, going through these puzzles to understand the Force and everything. 
Fuck yeah. Okay, yeah, no, that sounds really cool. Yeah, I like it. Just a, yeah, puzzle game. Any of, yeah, but I, yeah, I reckon we'll go with the Secrets of the Jedi one that we discussed just to make it yeah. easy. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of avenues you can do when you don't have to worry about the lore. <laughs> dude, lore's holding it back. Lore's holding <laughs> Star Wars back, dude. But um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Go into it at some point. You turn on a TV display and it's Anakin killing young Stamet. <laughs> um, <laughs> ah, fuck shit, balls. Yeah, so no. I, yeah, I just reckon different locations. So then you've got that exploration yep. aspect. It's like not big exploration, but it's like you get to see different places, get to do different puzzles. And with the big final one being a puzzle temple in the Jedi Temple. Yeah, Secrets of the Jedi. Super cool. Secrets of the Jedi. Alright, thank you, Palpatine. Um, on, Do it. on that note, if listeners wanted to find out... Sorry, yes. if they wanted to find you and, uh, <gasps> me. and talk to you directly, where would they look? Dude, I love me. What you can do is you can go to twitch.tv slash a forgotten donut. And I, I do streams there, and they're fun, I reckon. Yeah, I think they're pretty cool. Who knows? I also have a Twitter, which I'm trying to use more. And that that's where my opinions are at, and what I find funny. Uh, I tweet about wrestling sometimes. So if you're into that, how good? And if you're not into that, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm. Uh, yeah, really, just look for a forgotten donut. Um, You'll find me. Nice. What about you, Dustin? So I have where, a I have a Twitch at? channel. It's called Dustin underscore <gasps> underscore Caldwell on Twitch TV. That's a good um, channel. I'm subscribed to that. Thank you. I've been streaming a lot You're lately. Welcome. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I also have an email called Dustin Caldwell Twitch. So you can mm. email directly there to tell me how much you love me or to tell me how much you don't like me. It's up to you. I'll read them all. Either um, one, dude. Read every. <laughs> Single gosh darn. But if you wanted to contact the podcast directly, we have a Twitter. It's called Adaptapels Podcast on Twitter. Not just add Adaptapels. Just add Adaptapels on Twitter. I was wrong again. And we also. How fucking dare you? (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You you son of a bitch. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Um... (laughs) How dare you? So, and. It's add Adaptapels. Does Adaptapels have an email, Jack? Adaptapels does have an email. And what is it? It's adaptapalspod at gmail.com. Nice. You can email us just like... It's time for your favourite podcast. Here we go. Have you seen it yet? I had a brief look. I didn't open it. I didn't read it because I was going to leave it for you. From Sophia Gaming. How to make $100 dues fast on Swagbucks. What's a Swagbuck? Dude, Swagbucks is one of the most popular ways for teens, ages 13 plus, to make money online. Best part is that it's totally legit. Yeah, I fucking bet, dude. The best thing you can earn is cash in six different ways. Here are the steps. You can sign up. Um, you, you sign up and you confirm your address. Yeah, probably give all your details. Um... Step two, start making money on swag bucks. There's what? Okay, you can watch funny and cool videos on swag bucks and get paid. Instead of going to YouTube, go to swag bucks. God. Um, I there's so much. Oh my there's, god, okay. it's a big email. Answer surveys, search shit, discover shop. Here it is. Here it is. Referring friends. Oh, nice. There it is. 
set like a um, pyramid scheme type thing then uh, maybe <laughs> oh my god there's such a long e- it just keeps it, going. they keep going okay, you know what I'm gonna these stop. spam I'm gonna emails stop are funny but they keep going um <laughs> they keep this isn't even like a really funny one like the um oh my mother's dying yeah. <laughs> she's giving me money all right um so that's that i think that's everything i think that is everything uh, is that the theme i hear coming in yeah no definitely that nice well thank you for listening to us talk about star wars visions see you next week we love you all love you all goodbye